Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting here for Charlie James. Charlie comes back tomorrow. He's enjoying one extra day off, and I'm happy to be in here for him. Follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Heidi Hair Show, Heidi Hair Show, Heidi Hair Show. And there was a big controversy with the Georgia Bulldogs over the weekend. They won the game, and there was a whole, and I don't even claim to be an expert on college football. So I'm not even touching that story, but I guarantee you, Charlie's going to talk about it tomorrow. So just. You'll have to just hold on and wait for him to return. I'm excited to work today with Brandon Keeler. I have I'm not worked with Brandon with a couple months now, right, buddy, since we worked together? It's been about seven months, yes. Wow. Yep. Seven months? Yep. But, you know, a lot has happened to me in that seven-month period. I know. And we're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later in the show. And the reason we're going to talk about it is because it's a cautionary tale that people should know about what happened to you and what's in your journey uh, for the last few months. So, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. But I'm excited that you're here. Thank you. And I'm excited that you're alive. I am, too. Yeah. And I know you and I've been in touch over the last few months, texting back and forth and whatnot. But I'm just glad to have you here with me today. A lot to get to. Can I just say, I don't know about you, Brandon, but I've already today, it's such a good feeling to take the decorations down every Christmas, Ooh. you know, put them up, all my cute stuff, right? But there's something so fulfilling about putting them all back like and getting my right? house back. Yes, I get my house back. I love them. <laughs> I love, I'm putting the stuff up and, I, and I, I love the stuff that I have. I don't have a ton of stuff, but I have some things that I've had for a lot of years and I really like, special to me. But boy, putting them back up, getting them up in the garage, what the rafters, wherever you put them, and getting your house back is such a good feeling. And getting yes. it done today. Yes. So we're actually going to take all of the rest of the decorations down inside tomorrow. We um, So I know this new thing is to get a bunch of Christmas trees. We actually do have eight Christmas trees throughout the entire house. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, wait. Back that big truck up. Beep, beep, beep. The new thing is to do what? Get a bunch of Christmas trees? I have a why bunch of Christmas tree up here. I don't know why, where it started, but... Um, yeah, I'll tell you who it's, where it started. It started with the people who sell Christmas trees. Hallmark. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? People have multiple Christmas trees? Yes. So my sister, Michelle, um, she lives in Everett, Washington. I kid you not, Heidi. She has 23 trees that she puts up. Who has all the decorations to fill 23 trees? Hoarders. Would that be your sister? I yes. guess so. Hoarders. Okay. Uh, oh, they're hoarders? Yes. 
Well, just make sure that you are not the executor of their estate. Should no. they have an untimely death, then you're not stuck with all that crap. By the way, let me put out the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line for those who are just listening to this and going, huh? 71307, 71307. Just put it in your phone under Charlie, under 989Word, under Tara, under Bill Frady, whatever. 71307 so that you can text us whenever something passes through your brain or something we say you think is interesting and uh, we see those. So we're always happy to get your text. So your sister has 20, how many? 21? 23. Okay. And where she puts are these? six of them in her living room alone because okay. each one represents all of her kids. My sister has six boys, so each boy has their own tree, and then they have their main tree that they put up in the living room. But every room in their house has a tree, and they're all, and I mean, when I mean they're decorated, they are fully decorated. Like, she has to have, like, tons of tubs Full of decorations. Hmm. And she okay. puts like, um, she has a tree skirt for every tree. And uh, they have, so long ago, she wrapped presents, like just empty boxes. Yeah. And she puts them under every tree. It's just like, it's a, you know, a decoration. Some of the paper is so old that it's starting to tear. And I, I last time I saw her pictures, I was like, Michelle, this is kind of overdoing it. She's like, oh, no. John, which is my brother-in-law, was like, oh, we want to get another one. I'm like, why would you want to get another tree? Where would you put it? The closet? But then there was a story, like, in the news, uh, I believe, about two or three weeks ago, that a lady has a tree in every single room in her house, and she has it in the closet, the bathroom, and the garage. Mm. Why do you have it in the garage? What are you going to do? <sighs> okay. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's your house. Do whatever you want with it. I just think it's a little excessive and I only have enough ornaments. I've gotten it. I used to really be really picky. When I was young and single, I had a white tree and I had all silver ornaments and I would go buy a flocked tree, a small one because I had a mm -hmm. small place, but I would buy a flocked tree every year and I would put the little silver ornaments on my white tree and it had to all be silver. And then as the years have gone by, I've kind of changed it up a little bit now. One year I had my friend's kids come over and decorate it. I said, I just pulled out the boxes of decorations and I said, just keep it, keep the breakage down to under half a dozen. Okay, kids, go have <laughs> at it. I don't, I didn't even care what the tree looked like. Just get it up. I was too busy. Um, so now I don't bother with the tinsel anymore and all that, but I have some cute little ornaments, mostly the red. And you know what else I do? I take pine cones. I know a lot of people do this. They take a pine cone, mm -hmm. spray it with this spray adhesive, right? And then yep. you, dr you drop the, uh, but you know what I do? I put those on the tree because it looks really cool to have a sparkly pine cone on a tree, you know, like it would be a live tree with a sparkly pine cone. Oh, so yeah. I think that looks good, you know. But I'm not Martha Stewart, so don't ask me about that kind of stuff. But we have one tree, and it's a fake tree, and it goes back in the box. And I think we've had we've been married 21 years. That's the first tree we bought. Wow. We've had it all these years. <laughs> so my wife has, uh, well, I don't know if she still has. I think maybe we ended up getting rid of it after my oldest daughter was born. Um, but she had a tree from when she was a kid. And Heidi, the the, uh, the tree was so old that you put the, the the little like twigs into this little holder to make it stay on the tree. Right. That they were they were so used it broke every time we put it in there. I'm like this tree is terrible. <laughs> but you know, my wife had the tree called. It was called the snowman tree because my wife does have an infinite love of snowmen. And you know, I kind it's kind of grown on me because I think snowmen are cute. Um, but literally her entire tree from head to toe was snowman ornaments. Oh, my mother-in-law still to this day buys uh, my wife for Christmas when we do the celebration at her house, buys snowman ornaments. So 
Needless to say, we have an entire tub full of snowman ornaments. <laughs> I like snowmen. And if you walked into my house, and you know, here I'm a Christian, and I know what Christmas is about, right? Mm-hmm. If you walked into my house, you would see a lot of snowmen. I love snowmen. And I have a lot of mooses and things like that, right? And yeah. a lot of Santas. And I don't have, I have a big nativity scene that I ever always wind up without room to spread it out there, right? Yeah. I have some nativity scenes that I have up in my house year round, but they're the single ones. So like everybody's in one piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like a Yadro with the mom and the dad. And the oh, yeah, yeah, And you get you know, to go outside or, and get the actual pine straw? No, should oh. I? I don't have pine straw here. Where That's right. You live in Vegas. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we, don't have, we have we have dirt. Does that work? We have dust. You have 100 yeah. degree temperatures too. Maybe yeah, you get one only, of those tumbling weeds. Only a couple of t- months a year. Everybody gives us a bad rap. You know, it's only a couple months a year that it's insufferable. Today it was absolutely gorgeous and sunny, and uh, it's beautiful. But it's interesting though um, that a tech texter, um, hey, hi HH. I take it the mo- those people don't have a cat. Talking about your sister. The first thing I thought about when you were talking about 23. Uh, trees with your sister mm-hmm. they don't have a puppy probably right they do they have four dogs but the dogs just leave the stuff alone they must yeah. be adult dogs okay. yeah they're adult dogs now well, we one... have eight trees and we have a we just adopted a little kitten about 16 weeks ago her name is piper no no she okay. is the sweetest most adorable okay. kitten she That's has great, like a, she goes and like goes to the tree and like sniffs it but we have a squirt bottle at every room so, like, if she, if she comes to the tree, she knows you touch it. Oh, I got to run. So, she does not climb in the tree or knock the ornaments down, <laughs> thankfully. So, she's learned for her little her little self. But she, when I mean, she is the sweetest cat. Oh, my God. She is the absolute sweetest. Oh, she nice. loves to be loved on. She loves love. And um, now, our dog, Stella, you know, she's an 80-pound dog. And this is the funny story. Piper was as big as my hand. Now, I don't know if you know, I'm six foot five, so I'm a really big, tall guy. Yeah. This kitten was smaller than my hand when we adopted her. Oh, how And cute. Stella is this 80-pound dog. She's humongous. She's standing on her hind legs. She's almost as tall as me when she stands up. Wow. So, um, you know, Stella is actually petrified of this little kitten, and it cracks us up <laughs> because Piper goes and lays in the middle of the bed, but Stella's like, I'm not getting on the bed. Can you get that cat off my bed, please? I'm scared of her. <laughs> and it, we laugh every time we have to experience it. We're like, Stella, so you're bigger funny. than her. But it's, it's just a funny story. But no, to, the, to answer the texter's uh, message, no, my sister does not have cats. They have dogs. And they're um, grown dogs. Uh, they're, some of them are pretty old. I believe one of them is a, a, a basset hound. And he's pretty oh, old. so nice. Yeah. So. That's funny. Well, I have I have one tree and I put one bed skirt down. And the, the other day I walked out in the living room and the bed skirt was all like wadded up. So somebody, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. Last night we went out for a little bit to some friend's house. I came home. The dog, my poodle, my 75-pound poodle, did the Watusi on my bed, moved all the sheets around. So I don't know who moved the bed skirt around, but that, that, that's my poodle's response to anyone leaving him. So anyway, I don't know, but... You know, the holiday season is, uh, you know, super important, and we all know what it's about, the birth oh, yeah. of Jesus, and it's fun when the other stuff happens. But 23 Christmas trees, a bit excessive, but hey, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging her. That's what makes her happy. That's what makes her happy. All right, much more to come on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James, and we're going to talk about what happened to Brandon, too, a little bit later in the show, because it's a very important cautionary tale for everybody. I'm coming right back. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie. He will be back tomorrow. So uh, you can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Uh, glad to have you here. I'm already getting into Twitter wars with people on Heidi Harris Show on Twitter. Uh, I have, there's a, there's a guy that I am um, interviewing tomorrow on something I do besides this. And it's on Rumble, Heidi Hair Show. And I'm interviewing a guy who's a paramedic who's been talking a lot on Twitter about what he's seeing with the facts. And I have a friend uh, in Vegas, where I'm from, who told me this is this is probably a year and a half ago. And I have I've texted back and forth with him, but I haven't really had a conversation with him about this since then. But it's like a year and a half ago. He said, I just transported a 26-year-old girl to the hospital. And the first thing, just so you know, and I'm not going to veer down the trail of vaxes. I'm not, that's not really what we're going to do today. But I'm not afraid to talk about it. It's just I got other things to get to today. But, and I'll never tell anybody not to get a shot. That's up to you. I'm not, if you're new to me, I don't, I'm not giving medical advice here. I'm not qualified, okay, <laughs> first of all. And even if I were a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So I will not be advising you about medicine. But... This paramedic friend of mine said, I transported a 26-year-old girl to the hospital today. He told me this. I've known this guy for 25 years. He said, I, I took this girl to the hospital, 26. Now, when a paramedic transports you to the hospital, the first thing the paramedic does is tell the hospital what they've got. This person has this, that. We found pills on the nightstand, uh, shotgun wound, car accident. The, the hospital needs to know what they're dealing with and how it is that you wound up in an ambulance. Okay, I know that's basic, but I'm going to say it for the people in the back and some of these people on Twitter. Okay. So, interestingly, my friend said he brings this 26-year-old girl in and he tells the doctor, well, she just had a, a, a COVID-19 shot. And he said, this doctor said to my friend, who I would trust with my house key, my wallet, anything. I've known this good Christian man, like I said, he and his wife for a couple of decades. Tremendous man of honor. He said the doctor told him, shh, don't say anything. Keep that on the down low. We don't want the media to find out. All right. My friend told me this. It was, he was one to experience this, okay? So I've got people on Twitter today, and I, I responded to somebody else on Twitter about somebody was, this uh, particular paramedic I'm going to talk to tomorrow uh, mentioned it, and so I, I mentioned this story that I was familiar with. And, and they're saying, oh, that's not true. It's a made-up story. Okay, can I just, 
If you think it's a made-up story, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with you've had booster number 42. Okay, right? I mean, there's no other reason for you to be so upset and think I'm making this up. You think this doesn't happen? You think they don't know? Now, I'm not saying it happens to everybody. I'm not saying that at all. But it does happen. There are people who've died from the shot. I know them. Now, not everybody, thank God, because a lot of people I know have had shots. I'm not telling you not to get a shot. Not everybody's going to die from the shot. I'm not saying that. But I do know people who have because guess what? One size doesn't fit all, never has fit all when it comes to medical treatment. Have you had a shot? Have you had COVID before? You know, you know what, what's your medical situation? I had a friend who had a uh, shingle shot and barely got out of bed for six months after the shingle shot. Now, is that everybody? Absolutely not. So I'm not saying that, but to say that, oh, well, that's not possible that she had a reaction to the shingle shot. Well, yeah, it is because she did. Even her doctor admitted that. So you can be in denial all you want to, some of you guys, and you can stick your head in the sand as much as you want to, and that's okay. You can get mad at me for pointing out something that I know firsthand. You can go ahead and do that if you want to. It's not going to fix it. It's not going to change the reality for this girl and for other people who are having problems with myocarditis and my, my neighbor who's on like over a million dollars in medical bills and she got the shot and all these other things. So you can go ahead and say I'm a liar if you want to. You go ahead. Call me a liar. That's I'm good with that. I've been called worse by better. It's okay. But I'm fascinated by the folks who absolutely will not listen to la, 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 la. That could not possibly have happened. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I don't care because I'm going to go on with my life. But y'all who want to deny what I'm telling you from a paramedic, not from me. I mean, I can tell you personal stories of neighbors and friends of mine. But that's not the point, is it? The point is that you don't want to listen to it. I had a friend of mine say something. She sent me a story the other day. I'm not even going to mention the story because I'm not a doctor and I don't know what really happened. But she sent me a story about somebody who lost some limbs because of whatever. And I, I, and she said, oh, I bet you saw this story. And I said, yeah. And I have uh, my, my thought on it is that, you know, that this COVID thing, this COVID shot in some people causes this massive infection that causes you to lose limbs. And my friend who's had I don't know how many shots didn't respond. See, that's what I'm dealing with. And I love my friend. And I've never criticized her for getting shots. I'm just saying you don't even want to la, 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 la. It can't be happening. Well, that doesn't fix it, guys. That doesn't fix it. You know, you can either be the cheetah sneaking up on the gazelle who never looks up from the watering hole, and then you get to take advantage. Or you can be the gazelle who looks up every once in a while and goes, hmm, something's coming on. Something's happening here. I think something's watching me. So denial is, boy, is it deep. Boy, is it deep. You think that people in medicine didn't know, didn't see some of these things, and kept their mouths shut? I had a, a woman who's an anesthesiologist that I've known for uh, 15 years came up to me early, early on this. She said, you can't believe what I'm seeing, but I can't say a word or I'll lose my license. That's what she told me. Now, you guys can say I'm lying. That's <laughs> not going to hurt me. <laughs> That's okay. But I, I'm just stunned. But it just goes to show that even when there are stories of any kind of thing, bad thing happening, People just, especially if it's something that directly affects them, they don't want to admit it. Well, denial's not going to help you. And there are a whole lot of people out there who, who've had the shot who are injured. Many are not. And hopefully they never will be. But there's a whole community of people out there who are trying to help each other with things that are helping them get past where they are now. And if you want to deny that this ever stuff ever happens, and I know a lot of them have dealt with this, 
I mean, they've been debilitated, and their family goes, oh, that couldn't be the shot. Okay. When people die now, they're 18 years old and they drop dead, if anybody speculates, they go, oh, it can't be that. Well, how do you know it's not that? I don't know that it is, but how do you know it's not? How do you automatically know it's not that? There's no way for you to know that. There's so many underlying conditions that, you know, those shots could have triggered, you know? Well, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm not, and I've never said people shouldn't get shots. It's not up to me to decide for anybody. Right. And, and some people, and you know, Brandon, some people in our business, my business, some big names in conservative talk have told people to get shots. Yep. I would never, 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 ever tell somebody to get a shot. Ever. A good, a good friend of mine who used to coach at Washington State University, Nick Rolovich, the school said, you have to get vaccinated or you're fired. So what they do? They fired him because he refused to get the shot. Right. Which, right. And he's a, he was a brilliant coach. He's a great mind. He knows what he's doing. He has a great offense. And he put Washington State back on the map as far as football. And now it's because they said, you're out of here because you're not getting the shot, that he hasn't had a new coaching job in six years now. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, eventually, you know, they'll, they'll probably need him back. But, uh, yeah. And people, listen, I, I've never criticized people for making the decisions they made, all right? People made the decision to get shots for all kinds of reasons. Fear, pressure, fam, you know, pressure from family, pressure from, from your kids or grandkids, pressure from, you know, the, your, your employer where you're going to not be able to put food on the table. I mm-hmm. get it. I understand. And so I have never judged the people who've had the shot ever i've never you know oh you're stupid some people are like that i'm not going to be that way i know a lot of people who had it who regret it and listen i've done things in my life i regret okay can we all raise our hand here oh yeah all of us yeah Both exactly. mine are up. thank you very, th- thank you both my hands are up too okay we've done things that oh darn it we knew at the time it was a dumb idea we did it anyway right yep. or it was in direct defiance of god and we did it anyway i'm raising both my hands okay <laughs> so and i'm not saying the shots are i don't consider the shots a uh, I don't consider the shots a, uh, a, a spiritual issue at all. I don't think it makes you a Christian or less a Christian or a conservative or not a conservative. I don't. I don't think it's that issue. I think everybody had different reasons for it. But the whole thing is I'm going to show them the grace that God shows me, the undeserved grace that God has shown me for the dumb decisions I've made and defiant, absolutely defiant decisions I've made in my life. And so I'm not going to, I'm not picking on these people. I'm not going to judge them. Nah, 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 nah. Nobody deserves to have been hurt by this. And by the way, not everybody is. But the people who have been hurt don't deserve it. And I'm not saying they do. But if I mention some kind of anecdotal story, which isn't even anecdotal, it's the truth. Uh, a story, oh boy, they're going crazy on Twitter. Go ahead, get your panties in a I don't care. Get your boxers in a bunch all day long. You think I care what you think? I didn't mean to get all upset this morning, but this afternoon I should say but I just don't get me started okay coming up we're going to talk about something very important what happened to Brandon a couple months back it's a cautionary tale for everybody you want to hear this I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie. He returns tomorrow. He'll be talking about his Georgia Bulldogs, who did really well over the weekend. And then there was some controversy surrounding that game, which I am not even going to put my toe in, not because I'm afraid to, but because I am not an expert on college football.
so I am not even going to try to sound like an idiot. I'll let Charlie handle that tomorrow, so he'll be back, and he'll have much to share with you. All right. Uh, let me get back to the text line real briefly. Text line's always open. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. 71307. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions coming up. You know, I was going to try to be less snarky on social media this year, but that's already gone out the window. <laughs> that went out the window first thing this morning. I'm sorry, guys. I, I wish I were a gentler soul, but probably couldn't do talk radio if I were. Texter, first time listening, and I'm here because of Brandon. We're happy he's alive and here. Great show. That's from J.D. in Simpsonville. Thank you, J.D., for joining the Charlie James Show. We appreciate it. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, Heidi Hair Show, Heidi Hair Show, Heidi Hair Show. All right. My dear Brandon, Yep. Uh, about seven months ago, you and I had worked together a couple of times Yep. on Charlie's show and also Tara's, I believe, right? Just Charlie's show. Just Charlie's show. Yep. Okay. And so then after, and we, we've been in touch over the last few months, but you had a crazy thing happen. Talk a little bit about that because I want people to know what you experienced because it could possibly help somebody else. Yep. So um, the last time you and I worked, I it was a holiday that you and I worked, and um, I don't know what it was, um, but I developed a severe, and I mean severe migraine. It wouldn't go away. There was something going on we didn't understand. That night, I got I barely got home. Um, I live about 25 minutes away from the station, so I drove home, and I had uh, blurred vision and just wow. felt like I was dying. Well, um, I took medicine, and it finally went away, but it was there was something really off, and it kind of triggered my wife to wonder what it is. Well... Fast forward three days later, it was a Saturday, and um, I woke up. Okay, so up. wait, let me back up a second. So for those three days, were you still in pain with your head? Are you still chasing it with the Excedrin or whatever it is you I had a little of? bit of a headache with it, but it was not okay. as severe, but it was it was constant. And that, that kind of gets you a little worried, like, why am I still having, you know, a headache three days yeah, later? Because usually you don't. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that Saturday morning, I woke up. Um, it was July the 8th. I woke up. And I had chest pain. And I was like, oh, my God, this is weird. I, you know, a long time ago, I had pericarditis, so I thought maybe it was that, which, for those who don't know, pericarditis is inflammation of the lining of the heart. When um, did you, when did you fi first find out you had that? Uh, I was 21 when I had that. And, you, and so I'm 39, so. Okay, so quite a while ago. But you knew you had some heart issues, is yes, my point. Yes, okay. that's correct. Okay. So um, I took some Tylenol and ibuprofen, and it went away. But... I felt very exhausted, very winded, like uh, like I had not, um, like I didn't know what was going on. So I slept most of the day, and that got my wife a little worried. Well, this is why married men live longer, Brandon, <laughs> because if you were not married, you would have just taken Tylenol till you died. Yep. And your wife was on it, going, "Hey, wait a minute, this isn't right." Okay, go ahead. So we had dinner, and it took forever for me to eat dinner, and that's very rare because it was not a big portion size. So you know, I can eat it. But it just took, my wife was like, why is it taking you so long to eat? And I'm like, I don't know. So um, the girls, our three girls, were like, well, let's go out and play. And so Cassie and I uh, Good talked. Good idea, having heart pains and headaches <laughs> for three days. Great plan, Brandon. <laughs> so um, I took some more Tylenol, and the headache actually did go away after that time. Oh, my gosh. Um, but uh, we took the girls outside, and it was actually supposed to rain the next day. Now, my wife has this, like, infinite, um, like, affection with cutting the grass in straight lines. She has a, a line, 
like obsession. I have no idea how to describe it. She other has than time that. with. She has time for that with three little girls. Yes, to mow the lawn in a straight line. Yep, she's and she, she is come very to my particular. House. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what Cassie does is she cuts the grass and I weed eat an edge because I'm very much a perfectionist when I edge and weed eat the yard. Oh, brother, okay, I'm afraid of weed whackers. I used one once. I was terrified I was going to lose a toe. <laughs> My, we first got married, my husband and I. He goes, oh, you can help me with this. And I'm like, this thing's got gasoline and it's going to take my toe off. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So um, then uh, she cut the grass because it was supposed to rain the next day. She came and she goes, I'm done cutting the grass. You can weed it an edge. So I got my grass cutting shoes on and went outside. Um, and um, here's where the trouble really began. Um, I could not. And it's not. also, let's back up. It's yeah. July, so it's a, you know it's hot Oh, and gosh, humid. yeah. It's July 8th, and it's yeah. a balmy oh, yeah. day. Well, yeah. I couldn't pick the weed eater up. I just couldn't pick oh, it up. I don't know why. So Cassie picked Yikes. it up, and then I couldn't start. I couldn't pull the string to start it. So wow. she started it, and that got her a little worried. Well, um, on by our front door, we have, like, this little sidewalk that leads to the driveway, and that's where I'll start. I start, and it's literally, like, 8. Like, you take eight regular steps, and you go onto the driveway. I didn't even get to the end of that sidewalk, and I started having chest pains, and I was like, okay, this is oh weird. gosh. So um, I stopped for a second, took a few deep breaths, and it started to subside a little bit. So I was like, all right. So um, I started doing the driveway. I could not get to the end of the driveway. And, Heidi, when I say it is some of the worst pain I have ever had in my life, it literally is. I've had five knee surgeries, so I know what knee when I know what pain feels like, and um, I was in such excruciating pain in my Ch- chest. Is, is chest pain or yes. was it other places? Was, was it so, in your arm? Or so it started like in that, my chest. Back. It went to my okay. back. Mm-hmm. Went to both arms, yeah. and went to my feet, and then it went to my face. My face felt like I was on fire too. Wow. I dropped the weed eater instantly, and wow. I was like, Cassie, I gotta go inside. There's something wrong. And um, she finishes up weeding the yard as fast as she can and picks up all the girls' toys and goes inside. And at this time, I'm rolling around, and I mean rolling around in so much pain. I literally felt like I was dying. I felt like this was it. And so we called 911. Now, for many people here that they, that in the upstate, they do live in Pickens. They know that Pickens County takes forever to have yeah. their EMS trucks come. They only have four trucks. This is ridiculous. That That's just unacceptable. Oh, God, yeah. And it took 25 minutes No. for an EMS truck oh. to come to our house. And at that point, I literally felt like I'm dying. I'm like, this is it. I'm not going to live. And so the wow. EMS gets there, and they did two EKGs. The first one was fine, other than my fact that my blood pressure was 179 over 108. Okay, so, let's back up. So when they did the EKGs, were you still in the house or were you yeah, in the ambulance? Yeah, I was still in the house. Okay. The second one was still in the house. And this is when the paramedic happened to spot. There was a little hiccup. And he's like, there's something that's there. And, you know, it, it warned us taking you to the hospital. So they went back out. You're into like, the, no kidding, but yeah. I can't even lift a weed whacker. For so we, sake. we went out to the, to the, uh, the uh, truck. They did another EKG, and the hiccup was a little bit bigger. So... Um, now, I, okay, let me back up, Brendan. Uh-huh. I'm stunned that you were even still there at this point. Oh, that I know. they weren't speeding you to the hospital. I, I know. I don't even understand. I mean, I'm just okay. Go ahead. So they gave me two chewable baby aspirins, and then they gave me nitroglycerin, which helps like expand the blood vessels so you, it can yeah. help you survive. Okay. And, and um, at they least had to that. get. <laughs> yeah, true. They had to get permission 
to take me to Greenville Memorial instead of Easley Baptist. And Easley Baptist doesn't have a great heart center. However, okay. Greenville Memorial is one of the best. Okay, they so, had to get permission from who? From the from uh, I guess from the big dog, the big guy saying it was okay. And my wife said at the time, if you guys don't take him to Greenville Memorial, I'm taking him myself. Right, I put him in the car. I'll take put him, him myself. And do it yeah. myself. Well, they got the permission. She actually had enough time to go inside, take a shower, and come downstairs. How long has this been going on now? He's told 25 minutes for About the ambulance to show up. Oh my gosh, yeah. Brandon! I know. So it was it was pretty severe. Well, um, now, wait till I tell you when we get to the hospital. Um, they uh, did all this te- all this blood work and tests and everything. There is an enzyme in your blood in your heart. It's called yeah, troponin. Tripton- yeah, and if and that's how they can tell. That's if how you can tell if you had a heart attack. Well, mine came back clear. There's nothing wrong. So what? They gave me more medication at that time. Well, then um, wow. I st- the the doctor uh, the ER doctor came in and said, "You're having more or le- more or less muscular skeletal pain." We're going to discharge you, and we're going to refer you to a cardiologist. I'm like, okay. Well, at the time, I go, can I have some more medicine? I'm starting to have a real bad chest pain spell again. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, and we'll give you some – we'll do another blood work. Well, the the blood work they did came back inconclusive, so they had to do another blood drawn. And my troponin levels were high, and they were rising rapidly, which indicated I had had a heart attack. Right. And so um, this is about like 3 o'clock in the morning. My wife has just left – to take the kids home, and uh, thankfully there was no school at this time because it was the summertime. Well, um, the cardiologist originally said, we're going to have you do a stress test. No, they they said, no, you're going to have a heart cath where they put um, dye in there to see where the blockage is. Of course, oh I'm God. petrified out of my mind thinking, oh, my God, what is this? Well, um, it was supposed to happen at 7, and it was at 6 o'clock in the morning. They came and got me, and they did the heart cath. My wife just got to the hospital as I'm being wheeled back into the room. They said I did have a major heart attack. Wow. And uh, I had 100% blockage. And the artery is called the Widowmaker artery, which means it'll kill you instantly. Uh I had 100% blockage in that one and 100% blockage in another one. And 80% in one and 90 in another one. And um, they said there could be other arteries ahead of the blockage. They couldn't tell. How many arteries do you have? You have a bunch in your heart. Now, um, the doctor said to us that um, they're thankful that I had a spell at the hospital because had I been sent home, I would have died that night. That's crazy. Okay, hold on. I'm going to stop there. We'll yeah. take a quick break, come back. I want you to tell the rest of the story. We're speaking with producer Brandon Keeler, who went through this whole heart thing, and I, I'm having him tell the story because, <laughs> it, you know, you could be in this situation yourselves, folks. So we'll get to the, the rest of that story coming up. I'm Heidi Harrison for Charlie James. Coming right back. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. Uh, Brandon is telling a story of having, uh, if you hope you were listening before the break, if not, you can always rewind, go to the Odyssey app. I hope you have that downloaded into your phone. Type in Charlie James show and then Brandon will put the whole thing up there and you can listen to it. You need to hear it because he had a major heart attack and the first symptoms weren't things that you would expect to be heart attack symptoms. So you get to the hospital, Brandon, Yep. and then they finally figure your troponin levels are up and you actually had a major heart attack, blockages, major blockages, 100% blocked in a couple arteries. So then what happened? So um, uh, we, you know, at this time, um, my mother has uh, driven up, and the entire time she's on the way, because she lives in Georgia, Roswell, Georgia. 
Uh, it's about two and a half hour drive from there to here. At this time, she is freaking out. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And my, my sister is also, she lives in San Francisco. So she's having a little hard time dealing with this. Well, actually, while the night before I'm supposed to have open heart surgery, my sister and I are on the phone. I start having chest pains again. And oh. it's getting worse and worse and worse. Okay, this is after the first one? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. And my mom sprints out of the room and says, you need to get in here now. He's having severe chest pains. And they came in with um, a defibrillator. They came in with an EKG machine, everything. They were ready. Wow, because they can wheel you cart, huh? Yeah, they can wheel <laughs> you into surgery instantly. That's how like quick they are about it. Uh, and there was wow. about seven nurses, I believe. I can't remember if it was six or seven that came in. And they did an EKG, and it did show that there was another issue with the heart, possibly another heart wow. attack had happened. They didn't know. Um, and so the next morning, I was supposed to have surgery, I believe, at 7 a.m. And um, they ended up shaving. They have to shave you from head to toe, like literally. Yeah. Because they got to put, um, like, uh, tubes and needles, everything imaginable through you. They go through yeah. your groin, your wrist, your hand, right. your feet, everything. So I was completely So all night long, were they watching you very, very closely? Okay. They were watching me the entire time. And um, I believe mom stayed the entire time, uh, the the entire night there. I'm not sure. I can't remember really. Yeah. Well, um, and I get kind of emotional talking about this because this is where it gets really hard. Um, I remember, like, I was freaking out. So they gave me some um, anti-anxiety medicine and, like I said, it to help relax me. And I remember them coming to get me, and I spent probably um, about three minutes, like, just holding my wife and giving her a kiss and saying, I love oh you. Gosh, and I, I said, imagine. you know, the best thing that's ever happened is you and the kids. Oh, my gosh. And You're so, choked up here. Stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they wheeled me to the, to the room. And before I went in, I said, God, please let me see my wife and my kids again. I will change my life for the better if I can see them. Wow. And I told the nurse to pray with me, and she did. And while I was asleep, it took me a few days to remember this, but while I was asleep, I saw my grandparents. Wow. My grandma died before I was born. My grandpa wow. died when he, a week after his 80th birthday in 98. They wow. told me, it's okay. We love you. This is just a bump in the road. You're fine. Everything's going to be okay with you. Wow. And um, I remember hearing Cassie's voice and I mean I instantly lost it crying I was like oh. I hear I'm alive I'm here wow. and um I had uh, a um breathing machine on it was like oh. where they forced it I thought my hands were tied to the bed my feet were tied down too because they didn't want me pulling I started pull like out freaking out and wanting to pull things right, right, right um and uh they ended up sending everybody out of the room and the last thing I remember seeing was them turning the lights off and seeing my mom and my wife leave the room, and I'm thinking, this is it. I'm going to die. I'm going to die by wow. myself. And um, Okay, we're late. Are you watching the clock? Yes. Okay. And come to find <laughs> out, I had a non-STEMI heart attack, which means there's no damage done to the heart. Oh, thank God. But uh, it was just the plumbing. They fixed all the plumbing, and oh. uh, it's been a long seven months. I'm still recovering every day. I get better. What they don't tell you about is the depression is bad, but mm-hmm. um, I'm here. There's a purpose I'm here. Right. The God's reason is, is yeah. whatever it is, but I'm here and I'm blessed and I'm happy to be alive. Wow. 
That's a heck of a story. Wow. All right, guys. We're gonna, we had to take a break now, but we'll come back on the Charlie James Show. Brandon, I'm so glad you're here. I know you and I have talked a couple of times, but some of this I was not aware of. Wow. Yeah, Just it's, it's an incredible an survival story. story. God's not done with you, buddy. Nope. No, he is not. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.